0: This is episode number 55, and today we are recapping week number eight of the Practical Christian Podcast. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now, let's jump in to your daily dose of practical Christian training. Well, good morning on this fine Saturday. Uh, Another week is in the books, another week of great episodes of how to tip, trick, and hack your way to being a more effective Christian. On Sunday, we kicked off with, I think, what is a really important episode, which is we talked about how to find a new church that You might find yourself in need of a new church, whether you moved or you're trying to get back in a church after being away for a while. How do you actually do that? What kind of churches should you be looking for? And we looked at Jesus's criteria for true worshipers of God. And in John chapter four, he talks about how true worshipers of God worship both in spirit and in truth, that they both have the Holy Spirit uh, manifested in their life, that they are bearing fruit. In keeping with having the Holy Spirit in their life and that they worship in truth, that they are committed to sound doctrine and sound teaching. That those are the two main criteria that you should be looking for when you need to find a new church. In episode number 50, we answer the question of how long you should be engaged. That, you know, depending on who you ask, I've heard engagements from two months or eloping or two years That's always boggled my mind when you say, oh, we're engaged. When are you getting married? Oh, you know, in 2021. Like, that's crazy to me. You are not engaged. That is a promise ring, (laughs) okay? But um, how long should you be engaged as a Christian? And the rule of thumb that we talked about was three to six months that you want to be engaged just as long as it takes to plan the wedding because you don't have any additional access to the person you're marrying. You don't have, you know, uh, permission to extend your physical intimacy beyond the point that you had when you were still single, right? As far as God is concerned, you are not one flesh yet. And so you don't want to have that period extend longer than it needs to. So three to six months is the sweet spot. In episode number 51, we talked about the gym and why it can be bad for you. Now, some of you, I'm guessing, well, I saw that title and said, I want to listen to this. I want to listen to Travis say, You know, there's some scripture that says, you know, physical exercise is a bad thing. Well, that's not what we talked about. We talked about why going to the gym consistently, becoming a gym rat, becoming addicted to the gym, has some drawbacks, right? That as you're pursuing being healthy, you have to be careful of certain things. And those things were uh, being idolatrous about how you look, about having a negative body image, and, you know, putting all this time and energy into trying to look a certain way And then the other thing that we talked about was working out or being invested in that over your spiritual growth, that you're more concerned with how physically fit you were instead of how spiritually fit you are. And that what we're looking for is balance, right? That God wants us to be healthy, he wants us to have healthy lives, but not at the expense of our spiritual growth, that our spiritual strength, our spiritual growth should always come first. And the rule that we talked about In order to have that proper balance in your life is that you should not go to the gym unless you've spent time with God during that day, that you shouldn't go work out unless you've had a quiet time, until you've read your Bible, until you've prayed, just to make sure that you have proper boundaries, that you're not going to elevate how you look or how in shape you are over your relationship with God. In episode number 52, we talked about how to handle criticism. No one likes being criticized, no one likes being told they did something wrong, but it's really, it's it's actually very useful, because criticism shows us areas in our life that need to improve, things that we can change to become better, to become more effective, to become more like Jesus. So criticism is not something to be avoided, and it's something that actually comes up naturally in a healthy relationship. It can serve as a marker for us to say, you know what, if I received that criticism, Maybe this is something I need to investigate, something I need to look farther into, you know, to validate the idea or say, yeah, I do need to change that in my character. I do need to grow in that area. Criticism can serve as that, uh, that catalyst, all right? So see criticism not as a negative thing, but as a, a really positive thing. And that it's not a personal attack on you. It's just an opportunity for you to be better. In episode number 53, we talked about finding the right mentor that having a mentor is one of the fastest ways to grow whether that's in your job whether that's uh physically whether that's in some kind of skill or just as a christian in general having a mentor is one of the fastest ways that you can grow and there are three things that you need to do to find the right mentor number one you got to ask what it is that you're trying to grow in right that you're not going to ask tom brady to teach you ballet but if you want a football coach Tom Brady is a great person to try and pursue. You might, you know, have some bad luck trying to get access to him, but think about it like that, you know? So what is the thing that you're trying to grow in? And so you that's the starting point. Then, once you identify this is the area I want to grow, who do I know or who do I know of that is doing that thing really well? So they don't have to be an expert in everything. They just have to be farther along than you are. And it's definitely ideal to find someone who's like, 10, 15, 20 20 steps farther down the path than you to be a mentor versus your buddy who's one or two steps farther down the path, they're both useful, but obviously one is going to get you much farther and much closer to where you actually want to be, all right? And then number three, you have to make yourself super available for that person, that if they're only free on Thursday evenings and that's when your favorite TV show comes on, you got to sacrifice that TV show. You got to watch it later on Hulu. You know, you're probably doing that anyways, but... If not, sacrifice what you have to sacrifice in order to have that mentoring relationship. It is so worth it. It helps you so much and and make up so much time with the experience you can gain from someone who's been there and done that and been effective. It is so worth it to make that sacrifice, all right? So those are the three steps that you need to go through in order to identify and acquire the right mentor for you. And then yesterday, on our Fan Friday episode, uh, we answered the question of, you know, how should Christians dress? What is appropriate? What is okay? What is not okay when it comes to how we dress, what we wear, the makeup that we put on? And we talked about why the goal is modesty, right? The goal is modesty, both for men and for women. And that, you know, we really want to honor God with how we dress. And we read a passage where Paul really emphasized our deeds, our works, our life as being of much better Bit higher significance than how we look. And so there were three questions that you can ask yourself to decide is wearing this a good idea as a Christian? Number one, is it going to glorify God? Is God going to be glorified? Is God going to be honored by what you're wearing? Number two, is what you're wearing going to cause a brother or sister to stumble? Is it going to cause them to be tempted or to wrestle in their faith or? You know, get in the way of them being close to God. You know, if you're wearing something that's provocative to someone of the opposite gender, you shouldn't wear that because you're getting in the way of their relationship with God. You're provoking a potentially sinful response just by you deciding to wear that thing. All right. So that's question number two. Is it going to cause someone to stumble? And then number three. Is it going to prevent you from being an effective ambassador for Christ? Is it going to prevent you from helping someone become a Christian? If you wear your favorite t-shirt and that t-shirt prevents you from being an effective, representative embodiment of everything that Jesus represents, you should not wear that t-shirt. Sorry, I don't care how much you like it. Helping people get to heaven is so much more important than what you wear, all right? So those are the three questions you can ask in order to figure out, should I wear this? How should I dress? How much makeup should I wear, etc. all right? Well, that is it for this week on the Practical Christian Podcast. If you like what you heard, smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like these. Leave a review to tell me what you think of the podcast and head on over to the Facebook group to let me know what you wanna hear in future episodes or just to say hi. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albrighton, and I will talk to you tomorrow.